A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep. In dreams, you will lose your heartaches. Whatever you wish for, you keep. Once upon a time, I fell in love with magic. And once upon a time, I fell in love with movies. And one day, we fell in love with each other. From family movie nights to family vacations. We believe everyone needs a bit of magic in their life. So we decided to watch through the entire Disney animated canon. And mix in some other magical movies along the way, like Harry Potter, Pixar, and some other family favorites. Each episode, we'll talk about the movies in the order they came out and talk about what makes them so magical including how you can experience the movie's magic on your next vacation. And we'd love to have you along for the ride. I'm Krista. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the Magical Movie Marathon. Friends, we did it. We made it through the package features. And today we get to see our second Disney princess, Cinderella. Yeah. Cinderella, if you will. So fun. Love this movie so much. Which means we're also talking about Bruno. The OG. The OG Bruno. Bruno. The dog. Bruno, Bruno. the dog. (laughs) Apparently, Disney has had a thing about Bruno because we see Bruno the dog in Cinderella. We see Bruno come up in the Pixar film, Luca. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah. Now, to be fair, honestly, this probably is the only mention we're giving to Bruno the dog. But we do love him. We do. He's so fun. (laughs) I had a really hard time not singing that intro and saying it instead. But I did get through it. So let's get through the trivia so we can get to some of the really fun stuff like the park connections. Some of us think trivia is fun, Some of us do. (laughs) If you're listening to this at the time that it comes out, we're just in time for Valentine's Day, which is actually pretty fitting for Cinderella since it's a love story. It is. Yeah. So Cinderella is the first Disney film set in France. Though the castle itself is based on the same real-life German castle that also inspired the castle designs in Snow White and in Sleeping Beauty. So we have the princesses connected that way. Set in France, German-inspired castle. Yes. Got it. Correct. So the prince, are you ready for this about the prince? It better be good. It's not bad. Okay. So the prince is never actually called Prince Charming in the film or given any other name other than the prince. Yeah, I did know that. Oh, okay. Well, that was not new news for me. Well, it was new news for me. Well, I, yes. Well, we'll get to all that in the personal history. Right. Okay. Speaking of the prince, this was something that came up when we were watching this the other day, actually. An earlier scene was dropped from the script, which would have shown him out hunting a deer, but then playing with the deer to show he was actually friends with the deer and not actually hunting it. 
this would have set him up as an animal lover just like Cinderella. Mm. So yeah, you were talking about the other day how you mm-hmm. wish that we knew a little bit more background on the prince. So Yes. Yeah, so that got dropped out of the script. But Well, what a gem. Yeah, but it does give some context for him, which is nice. Cinderella's ball gown dress is often shown as blue, but in the movie it's actually a shimmering silver. It's blue. <laughs> the merchandise is blue. It's blue. But in the movie, it's, it's blue. Si- it's silver. It's, I looked it up. That's a it's factual blue. statement. It's blue. Okay. Well, it's silver. It's anyway, blue. moving on. <laughs> the character of Lucifer the cat was modeled after animator Ward Kimball's plump, six toed calico cat. Named Feetsy. That sounds terrifying. It does, doesn't it? We are not cat people. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Well, you want to know who else was not a cat person? Walt Disney. So here's what happened. Walt was meeting with Ward Kimball about the character of Lucifer one day. And Feetsy, the cat, kept brushing against Walt's legs during the meeting and finally, he just burst out and said, for gosh sakes, Kimball, there's your Lucifer right there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> vaults. Yeah. And then last bit of trivia here for Cinderella is that it was nominated for three Academy Awards, including Best Song for Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, which it's kind of hard to say the name of that song without singing it mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Best Music Score and Best Sound Recording. Hmm, interesting. And now, a history lesson. Okay, so are you ready to get into a little bit of the history for Cinderella? Sure, let's get through it. All right, so get through it. Hey. I'm ready to talk about the fun things. I know you are. I know you are. Okay, so these are fun things. But (laughs) in the late 40s, the Walt Disney Company hadn't really had a true massive hit since its first feature, Snow White. Of course. Yeah. Even Dumbo had just managed to help the company keep afloat from the losses it had experienced from Pinocchio, Fantasia, and Bambi. At the time, the studio was over $4 million in debt and nearly bankrupt. Simply put, they needed another princess to save the day. That's right. Come on, (laughs) girls. I'm about to start singing, girls, we run the world. (laughs) Okay, so the basics of the Cinderella story actually go all the way back to a Greek story called Rhodopis where a poor Greek girl's sandal is stolen by an eagle and then dropped on the head of the king of Egypt. The king of Egypt is so entranced by this that he then orders a search for the sandal's owner so he can marry her. So... We actually, Kai and I have read that story. Have you really? We have. This is the first time I'd heard of it. Yeah, we have actually read that story as a, you know, homeschool mom. And we are classically educating, yeah. and so we have actually read that story and have done some compare and contrasting with Cinderella. Well, there you go. Now, Disney seems to have relied on a version known as, and I hope I don't butcher this pronunciation too much, but Cindrillon, 
recorded by French writer Charles Perrault in his collection of fairy tales published in 1697. Now, what's funny is he actually mistranslated an ancient word for fur, ver, as the word vera, which means glass. That's right. In older versions of Cinderella, she had fur slippers, not glass slippers. Glass is better. It is. It's definitely more artistic. I'll say that. Uh, I was just going to say classy, but okay. Okay, classier as well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't the first time that Walt had adapted Cinderella either. He'd made a laughogram Cinderella short way back in 1922. Hmm. So, story stuck with him, decided to make it again. Originally, Walt Disney was torn on whether to make Cinderella or Alice in Wonderland first. So do you know what Uncle Walt did? What did he do? Well, he just created two separate crews, one to work on Cinderella, the other to work on Alice in Wonderland, Yep. and had them compete with each other to see who would little finish competition, first. Little studio <laughs> competition. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Yeah. So the movie cost nearly $3 million to make, and if it failed, it would be the end of Walt Disney Studios. Well, we know that it wasn't, so... It wasn't. So it was released on March 4th, 1950. It proved to be a huge hit, with both critics and audiences loving it, and it helped save the Walt Disney Company. In fact... Way to go, Cinderella. Seriously. So, old Cinderella, she made over 90 million at the U.S. box office, and that's $1950, -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So, a lot of money. And that helped give the company the cash flow to not only produce more animated movies, but also live-action films, and to enter the world of television, and also to lay the foundation for building this little place you may have heard of (laughs) called Disneyland. Oh, Yeah, Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Disneyland came first, but I'm thinking Cinderella's Castle, which is not what they built at Disneyland. Right, right. Which we're going to get to that in the park connections. Yeah, we'll definitely get there. Okay, so, yeah, let's get to personal history because, obviously, you're raring to go. I'm ready. (laughs) Let's do this. Yeah, so when did you first see Cinderella? I mean, I, as a little girl, I grew up watching this one. She was one of my favorite princesses growing up. Loved that blue dress. It's silver. It's blue. And just love the story. I'm pretty sure I had like these ridiculous dress up shoes that I thought were real (laughs) glass that I clomped around the house in thinking they were high heels and glass slippers like Cinderella. Just I, I love it. I love Cinderella. So, yeah, this was one of my favorites as a little girl. Not for you. Not for me. Um, for starters, I was never a little girl, so that yeah. factors into this. Yep. Uh, yeah, I did not see this movie until I think it was our first year of marriage. We were in our yeah, we were in our first really? apart- We were in our first apartment. Yeah. And you made me watch it. I, I think I lost a bet. And so we used to bet. Yeah, we used, <laughs> we used to bet on things, but we were broke, and so it was always m- what movies we were going to well, make. And each in marriage, other like, what's the point of betting and on seriously, money? Seriously, yeah, both of our money. Yeah, you so. share money. So, <laughs> so yeah, we we would bet on movies that 
that uh-huh. the other person got to pick. And yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I lost don't the remember bet. This. And because I'd never seen Cinderella before, you were like, that's it. We're watching Cinderella. Man, I don't remember this, but you clearly do. So this viewing that we just did was only my second time to see it. I did know that, which I think is a shame. <laughs> I'll just say that nicely. We told y'all in the premiere to very different ways that we grew up with Disney. Well, again, like Cinderella is I know, princess. Yeah, it's a princess. And so it wasn't one I was going to grow up watching. But still. So anyway, but I will say, um, obviously, this was one of your favorites growing up. It was. Yeah, it still is one of my favorites. I love this movie. And I also really love I know we're talking about the animated here, but Mm -hmm. You know, I was really nervous when they were when they announced that they were coming out with the live action Cinderella a few mm-hmm. years ago. I was one of those who was like, please don't please don't butcher it. Like I like, let's just do let's just stick to the original. It's so good. It's so wonderful. But here's the deal. I love like the live action Cinderella. I love it just as much. I, it is my it is one of my favorite live actions that they have done. It's a really good one. It is uh, it is so good. It yeah. is so well done. So I love it just as much. I like the live action one more. Um now I will say I liked Cinderella better this viewing than the first viewing. I was pretty unimpressed with it the first time. I think I ever you were also it. grumpy because you lost the bet. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like losing. Right. So there is that. But yeah, I I don't know. I enjoyed it more this time just because I kind of told myself, you know what, just just enjoy it. Just in, find something about it to like, even though I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. to enjoy it. Yeah, so. I was ready to rub that in your face while we were watching this as a family because you were not excited to watch this one. And you've been like down on Cinderella for years. And I have told you how wrong you are about it. And I was over there like, I told you so because you were laughing. You laughed at some parts. You were enjoying it. You enjoyed yourself. I, I, I Admit like, it. Again, I liked it better than Admit the first it. time. Is it one of my favorites, though? No, it's still not. It doesn't have to be your favorite, but you do have to admit that it's good. It's it is good. I will admit that. Thank you. Y'all heard it here. Lights. Camera. Action. All right. Let's talk about our favorite characters, scenes, songs. For Cinderella. (laughs) Okay. Well, my favorite characters Uh are of course i love cinderella i just love her she's just so great and she is the star she is the star but you know she's just such a great example of like just powering through adversity and always being able to find the good like even when she it was like her last hope in you know, she felt like she couldn't push on any longer. She was still able to find the good, even through the hard. And I think that's such a good lesson to learn. Yeah, I mean, I think she's a really great example that strength can look different ways. You know, sometimes people kind of criticize this movie because she doesn't, quote unquote, stand up to Mm -hmm. Lady Tremaine and her stepsisters. Mm -hmm. But it's like she has a quiet persevering type of strength, Mm -hmm. knowing that her dreams will come true Mm -hmm. 
if she keeps being kind and she right. keeps doing the things she knows is the right thing On to do. On top of the fact that there was a little bit of power imbalance, obviously. Oh, yeah, but, absolutely. Um, but yes, but I just love her as a princess and mm-hmm. I love the message and what she stands for. But also, got to give a shout out to Gus Gus. <laughs> I love Gus Gus so much. He's the cutest. He's my favorite little mouse. And then my well, favorite... besides Mickey, of course. Yes, yeah. besides Mickey, of course. <laughs> um, and then my favorite song you know, I love Bippity Boppity Boo, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's very catchy. But I really, really do love the song A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Yeah. I love that song. No, it's a incredible song. I love that sure. song. Yeah. yeah. And then my favorite scene is the ball. I love the ball, but I also love, like, the whole fairy godmother transformation scene. Yeah. Um, but as a little girl, like... That was my dream. Go to the ball, ball. you know? So, yeah, Yeah. there you go. (laughs) Kai, how about you? Favorite character? Favorite scene? Jack. Jack Jack. is your favorite character. Jack the Mouse. Why? Number one, I can do a great imitation of him with the voice. (laughs) Oh. Oh, are are you going to do the imitation? Do an imitation right now? Impression? No. Oh, oh okay. No. okay. Okay. We're just clearing <laughs> it your throat. It sounded like you were clearing your okay, throat to so prepare. Okay, <laughs> so Jack is your favorite character. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just like him a lot. You like his personality? Yeah. He's a good leader. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He gets everyone kind of going the right yeah. direction. Yeah. It's, yeah. Do you have a that. favorite song or a favorite scene? The Cinderella part. Cinderella, Cinderella. song you the do. Mice. Mm-hmm. You sing that one a lot. So I no doubt it's your favorite song. What about any favorite scenes? My favorite scene when they were making the dress. Oh, you oh like yeah. That scene? Yeah. I, there's, well, you love animals, and that is a mostly animal scene. And also, and also fairy godmothers. Yeah, she's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good part, too. So, Gus Gus is Gus my Gus favorite. Is greatness. He's yeah. my favorite character. Yeah. Let's just have a Gus Gus movie, you know? No. <laughs> Okay, maybe not is... just... You can't have Gus Gus without Cinderella, of course. And I mean, Jack. She names him. And I feel like he's really like Jack's sidekick. Yeah. And so <laughs> I think my favorite scene in the whole movie, though, is when he and Jack are trying to get the key up to Cinderella <laughs> up the staircase. Gus like, Gus. just that moment when he stops and looks at how many steps are left, and he's like, oh, no. But he's willing to do it for Cinderella, because yep. they, they love her. Lizzie. Lizzie. Oh, oh, that's a very that good, a, a good one. impression. Very yeah. good. So, I mean, there's other great scenes, but I think that one, yeah. you know, it, I mean, it's happening at this very, like, tense, suspenseful part of the movie. Yep. And I, I love, again, that they just... They're going to get that key up there yes. and get her out of the room. You also laughed really hard this time when you rewatched uh-huh. it with um, when he was picking up all that cheese. Oh, yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it, it kept falling. Is it cheese or is it corn? I always thought it was corn. Oh, it's yeah. corn. I guess it's oh, okay. corn. Yeah, yeah, I always thought it was like Ch- little kernels yeah, of corn that he was picking up. cheese. They oh, eat excuse corn. me, excuse me, corn. But I can't. But it is yellow. Like it it's does hard look to, like little yeah. pieces and, of cheese. And we think, but I guess you think corn. of mice, you think of cheese. So That's true. That makes sense. But but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's corn. Yeah. To your point, Kai. Yeah. Gus has chickens. Gus has some great scenes. He does. Yes, he's a star as well. Okay. Anything in this movie that maybe we don't like as much or surprises us? 
I mean, I just, I love this movie. There's not really anything I don't like. One thing, you know, I mentioned this before, but like the live action Cinderella is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. live action, you know, kind of versions that they have, that Disney has done. And one thing that I love about the live action that I wish we would get more of in the animated is just like getting to know the the prince. Yeah. I wish he, I wish there was more of a story to him because he has one, you know, but we just, we don't see a lot of him. We see more about his dad, but we don't really get to know him. And so that's the only thing that I wish we would get to know more of. And one of the reasons I really love the live action one is because they give him a story, you know, and we get to know him as the prince and that makes me like him more than in the animated version you know well he makes faces and talks a couple times yeah that's true well and kind of like we talked about earlier in that episode he does get a little short changed when they were you know Mm -hmm. working on the script and everything Uh so yeah i i can agree with that and i think i would add on that there are some things with the king i find a little problematic with his mood being very up and down i know it's played for like humor's sake but yeah yeah, i don't know i still struggle with with that a little bit that one doesn't bother me as much yeah kai how about you lock the door Yeah, yeah. it always really bothers you, the locking when she locks Cinderella in, and then what's the other thing that bothers you Mm. when they rip up her dress? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because that is really, Mm. that's really mean, isn't it? It's really ugly. Mm -hmm. That's why they're called the ugly stepsisters. Not Mm. just about the outside, it's about what's inside that makes them Mm -hmm. ugly, right? Especially when... They got rid of that stuff, uh-huh. didn't they? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they called it trash earlier when they got rid of the sash and the yeah. beads. And then all of a sudden, once they see it on her, then they want it back. Like, mm-hmm. that's, what that's makes, not fair. That's what ma- part of what makes them wicked. Mm-hmm. That's my true statement. One of them, Drizelle, whatever her name is, she does sing ugly. She does yeah, sing they, ugly. They struggle musically. <laughs> it, it's not They're their They're musically gift. challenged. <laughs> not their gift. Yeah. All right. What did we notice this time that maybe we've never noticed before? I have a list. You do have a as list. As much as I've seen this movie and it is one of my favorites... You know, you could. This is why I love rewatching them because there's always things that you pick up mm-hmm. that you haven't before. So, one of the very first things that I noticed was her slipper falling off in the beginning as mm-hmm. she's taking up the tray. She's walking up the steps, she's taking up the tray to her very demanding stepsisters Do it! who are, you know, Cinderella. You know, she's balancing all these things and she's walking up the steps and she loses her slipper and she has to go back down and put it on her foot. And I was like, oh, we see that this has been a common problem with her. A little foreshadowing. A little foreshadowing. Three times. Um, Also, Mm -hmm. just the theme of being bound by time. That, That time... The clock. Mm. It comes up multiple times. So in the very, very beginning, in my favorite scene, when she, one of my favorite scenes when she sings A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes, she says, oh, that clock. Yeah. You know, like it's the clock that's waking her up. Oh, that clock. And guess what? That clock comes back around again. That's right. She's bound by time once more. That spell 
expires. It has an expiration. Well, she doesn't get to choose what to do with her time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we just see that like her being woken up from her dream, the spell being broken at midnight, and then my favorite line. What's my favorite line? Let me repeat it. Fairy Godmother says, even miracles take a little time. Mm. And I love that line so much. It's a good one. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Kai, how about you? Anything you noticed? I noticed when you look at the bubbles a certain way, Mm -hmm. you see a Mickey shape. When she's cleaning? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two little Cinderella's, one big Cinderella. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 What else? There was something you pointed out when we watched it, a certain sound that you heard a character make when he was falling. You pointed it out. You you said it sounded like another character. Do you remember? Goofy? Yeah. We heard the goofy yeah. yell. And that's that's something that yep. sometimes Disney will throw in mm-hmm. as a little Easter egg into other movies. And you, yeah, and yeah, and you caught it. You were like, oh hey, that yell sounded like goofy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, what about you? Now, this was kind of like we talked about in the personal history. This was only really my second time to watch this all the way through. What? Shame. I know, it's a crazy shame. So I think something I never noticed before the first time around, and, and maybe just because I had ideas in my mm-hmm. head from only seeing it once, I never noticed that the prince goes straight over to Cinderella at the ball. Mm -hmm. Like, every other girl is brought to him. Mm -hmm. She's the only girl that he goes to her. Mm -hmm. And then I did not remember from the first time I saw this movie that she didn't even realize that she was dancing with the prince. Yeah. I guess in my head it was always that she knew she was dancing with the prince. And so that kind of caught me off guard watching. It was like, oh, wow. Like, she had a great time and didn't even realize she was dancing now, with the prince. Now, see, because can you give him a little more credit now? Because you've given Prince Charming a hard time. Uh, yeah. We have had many conversations <laughs> that he does not like Prince Charming because he doesn't think that he's a man of action like Prince Philip in Sleeping right. Beauty, which we'll get to. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I love Prince Philip too. Get the yeah. job but done. He does get the job done. But... <laughs> Don't you see, like, he his life was being dictated, too. It's true, yeah. And so the fact that, like, he, I think he is a man of action, but he was constantly being told what to do. Right, and tired of right. being told what to do. Right, No, I, I can agree with that now. So that stood out to me because it wasn't what I was expecting or what mm-hmm. I remembered about the movie mm-hmm. before. And, you know, and again, I think it's one of those things, too, where I just, I like the fact that Cinderella didn't need to know she had danced with the prince to be happy she was just happy that she got to be a a a normal person a normal person Mm -hmm. for a night Mm -hmm. who again experienced a taste of freedom yep so yeah that stuck out to me that i just had never picked up on it one more thing one more thing i noticed yes i didn't i didn't remember this in the beginning but at the end i noticed the birds on the outside of the cinderella book that mm. look very similar to the her little bird friends. Yeah. Maybe they were. Maybe, Maybe they, they were. All right. Let's step into the world of Cinderella for Let's a second. Okay. Yes. And on that note, so in the movie, Fairy Godmother transforms a pumpkin into a carriage so that Cinderella can get into the ball. So here is our first question. What veggie... Or fruit, you know, plant 
growing mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you ask Fairy Godmother to transform into a vehicle for you? And what kind of vehicle? Yes, but for how long? It doesn't matter. Just <laughs> until midnight, of course. Until midnight. So what would you pick? Okay. Well, I'm sticking with the carriage. And I know that I shouldn't, that That's I should fine. pick something else. But it's just... As a little girl, you just, you, that's like princess, you know? And so I'm sticking with the carriage, but I'm changing pumpkin to avocado. Avocado. (laughs) It's very millennial of you. Agreeing. Agreeing carriage. Yeah. I just think, you know, an avocado into a carriage. Okay. I can support that. Sounds great. Maybe it would come complete with avocado toast. Who Mm. knows? Yeah. Okay. Kai, how about you? I would want a carrot. I couldn't press. I chose a carrot. A carrot. A really? carrot. Yeah, I do not like carrots. I know. That's why we're surprised. I okay, I a think carrot. I carrot into a race car. Oh, nice. Yes. Number one. one, they're aerodynamic. Very good use yeah. of vocabulary. Number, oh, thank you. And number two, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. And then number two, you just cut them in half. There's we. They can be. They're circles. Put oh. them on the. Stick them onto the other. Stick them onto the big carrot. There Mm -hmm. you go. Have a car. Oh, there you go. So you can kind of cut circles from carrot. Yep, got it. I'm with you. Following. So Kai, you and I are on a similar wavelength (laughs) because I'm also going with a carrot, but I'm going with rocket ship. You would. (laughs) I mean, it's already kind of shaped like one, Mm -hmm. so there's that. But, you know, I've always kind of wanted to go into space, so... I thought you would choose a radish in a rocket ship. A radish into a, a rocket ship? A radish into yeah. a rocket ship, hmm. just because you think that... Interesting. That's alliteration? Okay. Yeah, okay. But yeah, carrot, rocket ship. That's that's what I'm going with. All right. So do we. Okay, next question. So, as you pointed out, Krista... Mm-hmm. Cinderella is always leaving her slippers behind. Yes. She's always so, losing those shoes. Yeah, because she loses it again at the wedding she scene does. at the end. Mm-hmm. So here's the question. What item are you always leaving behind? Yes, I'm going to go with keys. <laughs> really? That's your answer? Keys or my phone. Yeah, well, I'm constantly looking mm-hmm. for both when I leave. I'm like, what did I do with my phone? What did I do with my keys? It, it's true. Can I suggest an answer? Sure. I, I thought you were going to say coffee mugs or really drinking receptacles of any kind. Because no, those do I know seem... where those are. They just travel. Do I do. I know where those are. They just travel. But notoriously, okay. when I leave, I'm like, what did I do with my keys you, or my phone? That's true. You do leave your phone and your keys behind. A lot. I do. Okay, Kai. How about you? What do you leave behind? I would say I I leave my I leave my gymnastics bag. I have left no. it. No. Yes. You've only That's done only that happened twice. A times. No, four times. Oh, okay, four times. Four okay. times. <laughs> forgot stuff. Forgot can, to put stuff in gym. In my okay. Bag. Can I make a suggestion? Because yes. here's what I thought yes. immediately. What? Because how many times a day do we have this discussion? The remote. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that's true. That yeah. is the, the truth. That's true. Every like, single day. Hi, hi the where remote? is the remote? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Every day, multiple times a day. So I'm gonna go with the correct answer for you is Thank you. the TV yeah, remote. We find it in the kitchen, I lose it every in the bathroom. You lose it daily, and we find it in the most random of places. I've found it in the pantry before. Yeah, I've found it so many different places because I haven't lost it in three days. That's not wow. true. You were looking for it <laughs> yeah, tonight. Okay. And yesterday. So, no, there's no three It's the remote straight. for you. It's the remote. Yeah. Jonathan. You're welcome. Um, okay. Well, I'll be interested to, I guess, hear what you think this answer should be for me. Mm-hmm. But I am going with socks. Because I have a tendency. First off, y'all give me a hard time about wearing socks all the time. No, I don't. Well, mom does. And then... I do have a tendency sometimes to take them off and leave them around different places. And then I forget to go back and pick them up later on. And, and then I'm somehow mystified when I have socks missing from the laundry. But it's really my own fault for leaving them in different places. Incorrect answer. Okay, so what's the correct answer? Sunglasses. Oh, this man yeah. is forever. What That's Kai true. is to the remote, Jonathan is to sunglasses. Yeah. Every day. Have you seen my sunglasses? <laughs> I can't find, every time we're about to leave, oh, I can't find my sunglasses. Can you, have you seen them? No, I think you left them over here. That's true. Oh, I can't find them. How many pairs of sunglasses? Like, I've lost a lot of pairs of sunglasses. I keep up with my sunglasses yeah. way better, and I have two children that I keep up with and keep up with their stuff, and you notoriously lose your sunglasses. You've lost them on vacation. You've lost them at Disney. It's true. I so had to buy some at Disney You one did. Time. Yeah, so the correct them. answer for you is sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. No, that, you're right. It's yep. not socks. It's sunglasses. It's sunglasses. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, everyone's got something. Everybody's got behind, something. What is your so. item? Yeah. Friends that you leave behind. Let's go to the parks. So... We often say that with you being a travel planner, you're kind of like people's fairy godmother for their trips. I have actually one of my (laughs) one of my first clients referred to me as her own personal fairy godmother. And I take high, high pride in that because that is high praise. Fairy godmother is awesome. For sure. So take us away. How can we experience the magic of Cinderella for ourselves? So many good things. I was like, obviously you've heard me this whole podcast. I'm like chomping at the bit to get there because I just, I want to tell you all of the things. So let's go ahead and state the obvious. Obviously, we're going to Walt Disney World where you see the iconic Cinderella's castle. This, you guys, I just... It does not matter how many times I've gone to Disney World, which is a lot considering I grew up going to the parks. We go often as a family. So it's been, you know, 30 years at least of me going to the parks and I still get emotional every single time I enter Magic Kingdom and I walk down Main Street and I see Cinderella's castle. It's true. I can vouch Every for this. time. Every time. I get teary and I get a, like it's and just And then every time leaving, leaving. Leaving. I cry every, every time, time I, I leave. leave Magic Kingdom. Every for time the I last leave. Time. Yep, yeah. because I always <laughs> have to end our park trips at Magic Kingdom no matter what. And so we always say not goodbye, but we say see you soon. 
and we take one look at back at the castle and then I cry as we leave. <laughs> that is where we're at in life. So I am a true Disney adult and I'm not mad about it. And I don't care if you're judging me for being a Disney adult. So there you go. All right. So at continuing on at Cinderella's castle, there is actually a way that you can eat in Cinderella's castle. Did you know that? I did know this because I'm married to you. You are. <laughs> so there is a restaurant called Cinderella's Royal Table, and it is in Cinderella's Castle. And so you get to eat at Cinderella's Castle. You get to meet Cinderella on your way in. There's also, finally, they it is returning soon. There are also other princesses that you get to meet during this character dining experience. You get to meet Aurora and a couple of others but it's Cinderella's show it's her castle she's the hostess but it's such a cool experience especially if you have a little girl who loves princesses oh my word like she will love to eat here so definitely that is one to visit if you love Cinderella also at the castle there is um an area in the castle where you can meet several of the different princesses and Cinderella is one of them. So if you go to the Royal Hall, um, you can enter this at the back of the castle in Fantasyland. Um, and there's two sides here. And so the, the princesses change. I always tell my clients like check the app because they rotate, but you can have a meet and greet with Cinderella here and some of the other princesses. And it's such a fun meet and greet. We've done this before um, many times. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite memories, do you remember this when Kai was two? Yeah. We did this meet and greet. I think she was the first princess he met. She was the met. first princess yeah. that she was the first princess he met. And, you know, he was two years old. She was so precious with him, of course. And I do not remember, like, what the conversation was between the two of them or how this happened. But suddenly, two-year-old Kai was showing off for her and did a cartwheel in Royal <laughs> Hall. Do you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> and she was so amazing. She just clapped and was, you know, she was Cinderella. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so sweet about it. But I just will be like, I'm like, oh, my, my, my two-year-old's doing a cartwheel. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. But, like, they were great. It was su It's such a fun memory for me. So definitely meeting Cinderella in Royal. The Royal Hall is awesome. Also, if you're out and about around the castle, you may run into two really funny characters. In the movie, they're pretty wicked, but meeting them in real life, they're quite hilarious. They are. It's true. It is Anastasia and Drizella, the stepsisters. Yeah. If you ever run into them. They're usually around the castle. There's not really a set time. It's not a formal meet and greet, but if you ever see them around the castle or you see kind of in that area people we've gathering. We've seen them around the carousel before, like we kind have, of that general yes. area. We've seen them a couple of times yes, pop up. But they're usually around the castle area. Um, but if you ever see a crowd around that area, it's usually because Anastasia and Drizella are out and they are hilarious. They're really funny. I mean, they will put on a show. Yeah. Like, 
just try to find him. Try <laughs> see if you can run into him. I hope the time aligns for you. Um, also, they they used to be at this restaurant has not reopened yet. It's one of the last that I'm just I'm I'm ready. Come on, Walt Disney World. I'm ready for 1900 Park Fair, which is at the Grand Floridian Resort. This restaurant to be open again. We ate here um, before. It was one of my favorite character dining experiences. But at dinner, you used to be able to meet Cinderella, Prince Charming, Anastasia, Drizella, and Lady Tremaine. We did it in the morning with different characters, but um, hopefully that will return, but definitely see if you can catch the stepsisters around the castle area because they're so fun. Also, you can see Lady Tremaine at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. You know all those villains come out. She's in the stage show. You might see her in the Boo to You parade, um, but you do see her around Halloween time since she is a villain. All right, moving over to Epcot, there is a restaurant that's a character dining experience in the Norway Pavilion called Akershus. And again, this is a great one for anyone, but if you have a princess lover in your family, then they will love this restaurant. There's so many different princesses that come to your table here. They do change. So, you know, it's not set in stone. I always, you know, like to give that little caveat, but Cinderella does come sometimes. So you may get to meet her here at Epcot as well with several of her princess friends. And then over at, this is at Walt Disney World and at Disneyland, and we're going to get to Disneyland here in just a minute, but I'm going to go ahead and combine these since they're at this both parks. This is a parks. good transition. It's a great yeah, transition. Good segue. So at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland, I have to mention Bippity Boppity Boutique. You guys, I really, like, we need a girl. <laughs> I need a little girl to go and experience this with because I'm too old to go to Bippity Boppity Boutique. Now you can go and ask to be pixie dusted for free. Anyone can do that, adult or child. But this is for ages three to 12. Um, you Boys can go too. They have a night package as well. Um, so I have lots of clients That's who... That's night with a K Night with a K. Right? Okay. Yes, like a knight in shining armor. Okay. So I have lots of clients who, you know, if they got a little boy and a little girl, brother, sister, and they want to do things together, then there's several different packages available, but there is a knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, package as well. But, well that's good to know. Um, all of fairy godmother's apprentices are there to make all your dreams and your wishes come true with all kinds of different makeovers. It's absolutely adorable. I've yet to have a client tell me that they didn't love it. I get some of the cutest and sweetest videos and pictures of clients whose kiddos are experiencing this and it's just the best. It is very difficult to get a reservation for, but I am able to do it a lot for my clients, but it's definitely one to, ex one to experience for sure. And then now let's move over. Let's move over to the opposite coast. Let's go to Disneyland. So at Disneyland, we are doing this next time. Yeah, we, we will do this one we've, next time. We've mentioned, um, I'm doing this for my birthday because <laughs> I'm a it's princess. Your birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah. And I'm going to be treated like a princess That's on fine. my birthday. That's so, fine. 
We have stayed at the Grand Californian before, and you've heard us mention this resort at Disneyland several times because we love this resort. It's our favorite. Um, but there is a restaurant called Napa Rose, and they have a character dining experience. It's the Napa Rose Princess Breakfast. And we did not do this last time. We were at Storytellers which is next door. And I kept seeing so many princesses. They walk walked by. right by us while so we were waiting many. for I was a like, cable. There's Mulan. There's Jasmine. There's Cinderella. There's Aurora. Like we, they walked by so many times because it was right next door. And I was like fangirling over there. <laughs> and so we're doing it next time. Yeah. Um, it is a really cool experience because it is just cute. It's a three course meal. You get to see so many of the different princesses. They really take their time. I have had clients and other friends in my agency experience this and have told me that it is one of the best character dining experiences they've ever had. So that is high praise. We are definitely doing it next time. All right. Then at Disneyland, I'm excited to experience this soon because they debuted the Magic Happens Parade back in 2020, right before the park shut down. So people only got to see it a couple of times before the parks closed. And it is just now returning in March of 2023. So I am super excited because you get to see Cinderella and the fairy godmother in this parade. Um, and I failed to mention at Walt Disney World, you can also see Cinderella, Prince Charming, and the Festival of Fantasy Parade. So you can see them in various parades. But I'm excited to see this float and the Magic Happens Parade at Disneyland. Also, we've mentioned before in other podcasts that It's a Small World at Disneyland is a little bit different because you get to kind of like scope spot out some characters. of the characters. Yeah, you mm -hmm. get to spot characters, which they don't have at the version at Disney World. So you do get to see, look for her, Cinderella, as you pass through the, the France area and It's a Small World at Disneyland. And then we got to experience this the last time we were there, and it was mm -hmm. so fun. I've never seen them out anywhere else. No. Yeah. So we ate at the Plaza Inn. We did the character breakfast at Plaza Inn at Disneyland, and we got to meet Perla Mouse and Susie Mouse from Cinderella. So yeah. you know those are the two mice that you see during the scene where they're fixing her dress and they're doing all the sewing. I know there's like 80 mice in that scene. But Perla and Susie are like the main two that you see. Yeah. I mean, they're like, yeah, they're the, the ones who really kind of They're given, up. yep. They, and they're given directions and yeah. doing the things. And so we got to meet both Perla and Susie at the Plaza and Character Breakfast. Again, characters rotate, but that was fun. Like I had never seen them anywhere else. And I was like, what a cool like character meet and greet at the, at Plaza Inn to yeah. do. Like it was a really cool experience yeah, and just, they were great. We, we need Jack and Gus Gus though. We need I do. Jack and Gus Gus I do want a Jack sometime. and Gus Gus real bad. <laughs> I do need that to happen, yeah. but it was fun to meet Perla and Susie Mouse. And then last but not least, guess what show I'm going to mention Phantasmic. Of course I am. It's not one of our episodes that <laughs> Phantasmic doesn't get hey, mentioned. Hey, give me some credit because the last couple package features, I haven't well, we had any Phantasmic connections, yeah. but we're back. We're back with my favorite show, <laughs> y'all, Phantasmic. So you can see Cinderella and Prince Charming on a float during Phantasmic, both at Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and they're just precious. I just love them. 
Those are my park connections. Those are quite a few park connections. There's so much. It's a pretty good list. Yeah. I just, I love it, guys. Yeah. Well, Cinderella's a staple for Disney. She is. For the Disney universe. So She is. And I just, I mean, this is just such goodness. Can I plan your trip? Because I'm like ready to go back. And I always tell my clients, I just live <laughs> vicariously through you guys when I'm not there. Time for a kid tip. All right, Kai, what's our kid tip today? About autograph books. Autograph books. Why should people take an autograph book People should with take them? autograph books. Number one is because you can put your pictures in them. Number two, you can get their names or signatures. Yeah, a lot of the characters sign their names, don't yeah. they? Yeah, not all of them, but yeah. most of them And the most popular do. is Mickey. Yeah, so you're saying you should have a page with the signature and then yeah. a page with the picture that you get with the character. Yeah, but they should be, like, right next to each other. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, That's so a great you idea. Don't know, wait, where's this person's autograph? Because I see its picture, but nice. Yeah. Autograph. And we've done that before. It's kind of fun to go back and remember getting those autographs yeah. with the characters. Mm -hmm. What are some best practices people need to do when they are meeting a character and they have an autograph book? What make, should they do to get ready? Make sure they have enough ink in their pen. Yes, very good idea. Make sure you have the, make sure that the pen's ready, like take off the cap. Yeah, if it has a cap or, or the button. yeah, click it to make yeah. sure it's ready for the character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then what else? What about the book itself? Or for the book, get a page ready. Get a page ready, right? Yeah, because you don't yeah. want every single one writing their name on one page. That's true. And yeah. you want to make sure that it's kind of spaced out. And yeah. you want to make sure that you're not wasting time with them having to look for a blank page for you. You just yeah. hand it to them and it's ready to go, right? Yeah. Great. So get your autograph book before your trip, right? Yeah. All right. Please don't lose any slippers on your way out today. You might need them next time when we go chasing a white rabbit along with Alice in Wonderland. And if you're looking forward to making your own fairy tale dream come true, come join my Facebook page at Share the Magic Travel, Krista Jordan. The link is in the show notes. See you once upon another time. Magical Movie Marathon is a production of Wardrobe Media in partnership with Spoonful of Jordan. It is produced, edited, and hosted by Krista and Jonathan Jordan. Krista is an authorized travel agent for Share the Magic Travel, LLC. You can contact her through the link in our show notes or by visiting spoonfulofjordan.com travel. Jonathan is married to her. Magical Movie Marathon podcast is not affiliated, sponsored, or endorsed by the Walt Disney Corporation or its subsidiaries, nor NBC Universal or its subsidiaries, nor Warner Brothers or its subsidiaries. The views expressed are solely those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions, standards, views, or policies of the aforementioned corporations or their subsidiaries. Any mention of Disney, NBC Universal, or Warner Brothers properties, intellectual and otherwise, is strictly for informational and educational purposes only. And then moving over to Epcot, there is a restaurant in the Norway Pavilion called Akerhus. Nope. Nope. <laughs> we literally just listened to the pronunciation Akershus. 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 I even asked, would you like me to write the pronunciation down? Here she is. I got nope. it. I got it. I got it. Line. <laughs> Akershus. <laughs> okay, let me go. Leaving all this in. <laughs> Line.
I butcher it every time. I'm so glad I don't have to say it aloud and I can type it to my clients. 